Welcome to Thought for the Day. This is Pastor Dennis, and today I'll be wrapping up for this week. You know, over the last two days, I've been talking about the significance of Pentecost. And we've seen that Pentecost is about the power of God to fulfill the purpose of God. The power to see the gospel preached and for people to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. Today, I want to share with us on the work of the Holy Spirit in the life of a believer. Now, some of you will know that I'm a teacher in a Bible school called TCA College. And so I want to do some teaching on the Holy Spirit. We'll be looking at a number of passages from Scripture and consider how it applies to our life. So once again, get out your Bibles and get ready to dive into God's Word. But first, let's worship Jesus with this song. We live for the glory of our God. We love for the glory of our God. We sing for the glory of our God.
welcome back to Thought for the Day. We want to look at the work of the Holy Spirit in the life of a believer. Let me first establish that the day you become a Christian, the Holy Spirit comes and dwells in your life. 1 Corinthians chapter 6 and verse 19, it tells us that we are the temple of the Holy Spirit and that God's Spirit dwells in us. And so if you've received Jesus into your life, you have the Holy Spirit already inside you. Now, the Holy Spirit empowers us for holiness in Christian living. How so? Well, let's examine this truth. Romans chapter 8 and verse 5, it says, Those who live according to the sinful nature have their minds set on what the nature desires. But those who live in accordance with the Spirit have their minds set on what the Spirit desires. And so the Bible teaches us here that we are to live by the Spirit. We are no longer slaves to our sinful nature because Christ has liberated us from this. And therefore, the Spirit enables us It empowers us to live in holiness. How so? Well, first of all, the Holy Spirit convicts us of sin. John chapter 16 and verse 8, it teaches us this truth. It tells us the Holy Spirit works in our lives. It convicts us of sin, of righteousness and judgment. And conviction means to convince us of error, to convince us of what is morally wrong. And this is why we sometimes feel guilty when we do something wrong. It comes from the conviction of the Holy Spirit. But friends, we need to recognize that this conviction is not to drive us away from God. No, the conviction of God is meant to draw us, draw us nearer toward God. And you know, we often think of holiness in a legal sense as in terms of right and wrong or corruption versus perfection. And while that is one aspect of holiness, there's an important second aspect. You see, holiness is actually a relational term. Holiness is about our relationship with God. Being holy is about drawing close to God, becoming like Him by taking God's nature into our lives. When we understand holiness in this sense, we see the importance of the conviction of the Holy Spirit. It alerts us to the fact that we are straying away from God, that our relationship is getting cold. So let's pause and ask ourselves, have you experienced the conviction of the Holy Spirit? What did you do about it? Did you obey that prompting? Is there something in your life which the Holy Spirit is convicting you of right now? Friends, don't ignore the conviction of the Holy Spirit Open your life to God. Surrender your will to Him. Now, the Holy Spirit also empowers us for holiness by guiding us. And that's my second point, guiding us. John chapter 16 and verse 13, it says, But when He, the Spirit of truth, when He comes, He will guide you into all truth. And because the Holy Spirit, He's the Spirit of truth, so He will guide us so that we will follow the truth. The Holy Spirit, He becomes our compass in decision-making. John 14 and verse 26, it says, But the Counselor, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, He will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. The Holy Spirit, it functions as our teacher. It teaches us what God wants for our lives. And as we read the Bible, the Holy Spirit illuminates our minds so that we grow in our understanding of the Word. And then the Holy Spirit serves to remind us of what the Bible says. 
You know, whenever you open the Bible, pray. Pray and ask the Holy Spirit to reveal God's truth to you. Ask the divine teacher to help you grasp what Scripture is saying. What's it saying about God, about you, about how we ought to live our lives? And when you need to make a decision, invite the Holy Spirit to guide you. Open your heart to the leading of the Spirit. Be sensitive to the impressions which the Holy Spirit puts in your heart. Listen to the voice of the Spirit. How do we know it's God's voice? Well, God's voice will always be in line with Scripture. It will never contradict the Bible. God's voice will also bear God's character. It will not accuse, it will not condemn you to feel lousy about yourself. It will be confident, it will be assuring. And though you really might not like what God wants to say to you. And God's voice will also direct you so that God will receive the glory. It will not seek to fulfill man's agenda, but rather God's plan for your life. Now friends, always seek godly counsel from your pastors and leaders if you hear God speak to you. God has placed these leaders over your life, so seek their counsel to confirm and to affirm what you sense is God's voice. So once again, let's reflect. Do you need the guidance of the Holy Spirit in your life? Are you facing a challenge where you don't know what you should do? I exhort you, come to Jesus. Ask the Holy Spirit to give you divine wisdom and to guide you. The Holy Spirit, He's meant to be our teacher. So learn to seek the Holy Spirit in prayer and let Him direct your life. Now, the result of the Spirit convicting us and guiding us is that the Holy Spirit conforms us into Christ's likeness. And that's my third point. The Holy Spirit, He conforms us into Christ's likeness. Galatians chapter 5, verse 22 to 25, it says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the sinful nature with his passions and desires. And since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. You see, God wants us to bear the fruit of the Spirit. And this fruit of the Spirit is really the character of Christ. If we are followers of Jesus, then it's only natural that we bear Christ's likeness people must see the character of Jesus in us. And so the Spirit convicts. He draws us near to God. He guides us in accordance with the Bible. And the end result is that we bear the likeness of Jesus Christ. That is how the Holy Spirit empowers us for holiness. So once again, let's pause. Let's ask ourselves, are we abounding in the fruit of the Spirit? Can people see the character of Jesus in our lives? What areas do we need to allow the Spirit to work on so that we may be even more fruitful? You know, as I close today, let me share a testimony which will kind of bring all these points together. You know, I have a friend who studied together with me in university. and Let me just call him John. And John had given his life to Jesus, but he was still struggling with a habit from his past. Now, that habit was that he was a smoker. Now, I know smoking is an addiction and it's not easy to quit. But he wanted to cut the habit, but he'd regularly fall back and that made him pull away uh, from church. 
uh, one Saturday, he was dragging his feet because he didn't want to go to the Saturday church service. However, he felt compelled to come to church that day. He couldn't shake off the feeling and so he hopped on a bus. He took the journey down to our church. Along the way, he was talking to God. He was struggling because he knew that God was dealing with him about his smoking habit. And then a Bible verse dropped into his head. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 19. And that his body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Now, he knew there was a Holy Spirit speaking to him to stop smoking. But he chose to shake it off, to ignore it. And then he came to church. He sat in a corner of the service hall. All through the service, he felt God dealing with him, but he resisted. He didn't respond to the altar call. At the end of the service, he was getting up out of his seat when he felt someone grab him on his shoulder. He turned around and he found a woman behind him who had grabbed his shoulder. Now, he had never met this woman before, but she looked at him straight in the eyes and she simply said, I want you to know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. God wants you to stop smoking. And she said this, and then she walked off. And John was stunned. He could not deny that God was speaking to him. He ran over to find me. He told me what had just happened. And we prayed together, and through a process, John found victory over his smoking habit. See, friends, this was the work of the Holy Spirit, convicting John, guiding him, drawing him toward Jesus. And the goal was not to push John away, but to conform him into Christ's likeness. You know, friends, I believe that's what God wants to do in your life. God wants to empower you for holiness. And God, He's already placed His Holy Spirit in your life. He's already begun that good work in you. Will you surrender even more of your life to Him? As you listen to this worship song, I ask that you let the Holy Spirit shine His searchlight into your life. Let Him reveal the areas which He wants to deal with. All to Jesus I surrender to Let's look to the Lord in prayer. Dear Jesus, I recognize that you have given me your Holy Spirit to empower me for holiness. 
I see from your word that the Holy Spirit, it convicts me of sin. He guides me and he conforms me into your likeness. Jesus, I want your Holy Spirit to work even more in my life. Come and uncover the areas in my life which need to be changed, which need to be surrendered to you. Help me to crucify the flesh and to walk in the path of holiness, to walk in the path of Christ's likeness. May I bear the fruit of the Spirit. I know this is your will for my life and I surrender today to your will. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Friends, thank you for joining us on Thought for the Day. We've come to the end of this week's series of messages. Till the next time, this is Pastor Dennis saying, Shalom and God bless. We hope you've been blessed by today's message. Thought for the Day is brought to you by Trinity Christian Centre Singapore. This program comes on every weekday at 7.40 in the morning and again at 10.30 in the evening. If you've been blessed by our program, We'd love to hear from you. Do call us at 6468-4444 or email us at admin at trinity.sg. For more information on our services, events, and seminars, do visit our website at www.trinity.sg. On behalf of Trinity Christian Center, may God's presence, peace, and power be real to you today and every day. God bless.